Food Heals Podcast, episode 253. Anxiety is a body sensation letting us know that there's some emotion that needs to be processed and released, not thought about, but actually embodied and then released through either anger or tears or screaming or something physical. The number one rule in the morning is to take five minutes and meditate, clear your head, to do some kind of exercise, and don't open Instagram, you don't open Facebook, and you don't open email. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right, welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. Did you know that anxiety disorders affect approximately 40 million adults between the ages of 18 to 54? You probably do because it's probably affected you at some point in your life. I know it has certainly affected me. So today is part one of a special two-part series on anxiety, and we're going to touch on depression. And we've got brand new interviews, chock full of advice and personal experiences to really help you overcome your depression, help you overcome that anxiety, what to do in the moments when you are feeling overly anxious. So today we're chatting with CBD expert, Bo Schmidt. He co-created Sunday Scaries. This is a CBD brand that wholeheartedly believes in the power of CBD to combat daily, everyday anxiety. And they just launched their vegan gummy and it's delicious, Food Heals Nation. We're also going to be hearing from Food Heals favorite, JJ Flazanes. She is an empowerment strategist, a podcast host, author, and personal trainer. She's got a lot to say about it, and I love her take on things. Next week, we continue our delve into healing anxiety, healing depression. We'll be talking to Melissa Glashevsky and Whitney Lauritsen, two plant-powered influencers, my good friends. They have their own experiences and suggestions. Then we're talking to DNA energy healer, my personal therapist, Lisa Thomas. She's going to be giving us her top three exercises to stop anxiety in its tracks. Next up, my interviews with JJ and Bo. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. She's an empowerment strategist, podcast host, author, and personal trainer. She organizes inspiring events in LA, like The Next Big Step and Releasing What Weighs You Down. Please welcome JJ Flazanes. Thank you, Allie. So glad to have you on. It's been a while. I feel like I've missed you guys. Like I haven't been on your show for, it's been too long. I know I know that I'm one of the, you know, reoccurring people who've been on multiple times. So I really should be very appreciative, but I, I do love you and your community and the conversations that you and I have. So I'm happy to be back and I'm looking forward to today's conversation. Amazing. I mean, even a month of not talking to JJ is too long. So we're glad to have you. Thanks. So today we're talking about anxiety. And really, I know how passionately you feel about this topic. And you actually teach all of these incredible tools at both of your events for overcoming anxiety and even, you know, falling in love with yourself. So what are some of your best tools and tips for overcoming anxiety and depression? Well, first, I like to educate people on a different way to think about anxiety. I think too often in our culture, we want to diagnose things as being separate from 
us. Like it's a condition that I have, not something that I attracted or something that I'm creating. And what happens is that, especially with anxiety, it's a scapegoat for, I think, a lot of times, not dealing with what it truly is. So in my world, anxiety is not a feeling. Anxiety is a body sensation. Anxiety is a body sensation letting us know that there's some emotion that needs to be processed and released, not thought about, but actually embodied and then released through either anger or tears or uh, screaming or something physical. I throw a pillow. <laughs> you can throw a pillow. I've, I've been guiding people through what I'm calling an emotional detox day. And it has to be individualized. It's not something I, it's, you know, not a one size fits all kind of thing, but I've had clients recently been doing it to help them identify and express their emotions. Because many times, a lot of us are, every day we're having emotions and feelings and interpretations and we're containing it in our bodies and we're not actually doing anything with it. You know, and like, if you think about food, like a calorie, and you eat lots and lots and lots and lots of calories, overeat what your body needs, your body is going to store it unless you use it aka exercise or creating more muscle and increasing your metabolism. So feelings and emotions are like little energy bubbles that are the same thing. If you are not, let's say you get angry and you stuff it and you hold it inside of you, it's not going anywhere. It's inside of you. And now it's waiting to be released. And that's what can create cancer. It's what creates anxiety. And it's also what creates depression. So anxiety, if you start to look at it as you holding in and trying to contain all of these emotions that need an outlet, that need to be expressed. It's like air. You can't hold your breath forever, and you really can't hold on to emotions forever. So if we look at anxiety differently and don't just think, I have anxiety, it's an issue, and I don't do it, and I, there's not really anything I can do about it except numb myself somehow or take some drugs, or and it, that's not true at all. I think we take our power away when we think of anxiety as a condition versus a body sensation giving us information about what we need to focus on next. Well, it's like when you play the victim of your circumstances or you take your health into your own hands and you empower yourself to do something about it. Absolutely. And if so, if my body's saying, hey, I have all this energy and I need to do something with it, I need to express this, then it is your job to mine for that emotion, to be able to bring it to the surface and release it out of you so it's no longer residing in your body. And then all of a sudden, you'll have less anxiety. You'll have less stress. You'll have less nervous tension because all that is is you just trying really hard to hold it all in. And we are not taught in society how to process emotion. It's definitely one of the things I teach at all my events. I teach it. I'm going to be teaching it in all over the country very soon in a sales training program because it goes hand in hand with trying to connect with people in every aspect of business, of personal life, of ourselves. And so I think that if we start to look at anxiety a little differently, we will have more tools to actually deal with it versus just, I know there are, there are other alternative medicines and things that you can do that will hold it at bay and you'll feel a little bit better, but you're not actually solving the problem. You're not actually getting to the root of the problem. Therefore, it's probably going to keep happening. And so many of us are taught in childhood to suppress emotion, like don't cry. And recently I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and he was telling me about how what his grandmother said that always stuck with him. His grandmother was dying 
and she was crying and she was very upset about the things that she didn't get to accomplish. And she looked at him and she said, I'm sorry, I don't mean to carry on in front of you. Oh, you know, I just, I would never carry on like this, you know, because she was always taught not to carry on like that. And so he said to me, I always knew not to carry on in front of people because that was shameful. And it's just so ingrained in us sometimes. And to let that go can be so transformational. I know it for myself because I used to be a suppressor. I don't even know why. I don't know what memory. It's not like my parents were like, you are not allowed to cry. I don't know. But I would suppress because I didn't want to deal with the feelings. And that led to all kinds of things, overeating, avoidance of things, drinking alcohol, you know, things that were unhealthy because they gave me release from having to think about the thing. And then when I learn the practices that I now carry into my life and I preach, I'm able to constantly release, 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 and not hold it in. Yeah. And I even bring, as I'm sure you're not going to be surprised by this, I bring in astrology into this conversation. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to, because there are people who, let's say I had a client once, he was a mortgage broker, I believe. And he was a Scorpio. Scorpio is a water sign. Water signs are about emotion. And he was super high strung and he talked very fast. And he would say things like, my therapist asked me, what, when do I get to shut down? I don't know. What, it, what do you mean shut down? I don't shut down. <laughs> like that, that would be how he would deliver himself, which oh my so God. I, did his, I did his chart. And yes, he was a Scorpio sun, but every other planet of the major six or seven planets that I look at were all in Sagittarius. I was like, you're not a Scorpio. You're a Sag. You have all this fire energy and you need some place to put it. You need to, you know, be, so exercise becomes really super important for people with a lot of fire. If you have fire in like a lot of fire, you need to use it. It's action. It's energy. If you have a lot of water and you are not feeling your feelings, you are not like regularly trying to either make sure you're like wringing out that rag and trying to find if there's any, you know, sadness or, or pain that you have that you're trying to, if you don't do that regularly as a water sign, then you definitely probably have anxiety. Air, if you're an air sign or have lots of air, you probably think about your thoughts a lot. You probably can rationalize your thoughts a lot and your feelings, but you're wondering why your, your body hurts or why, again, you have anxiety because you're disconnected from actually expressing it. And then, of course, we have our wonderful earth signs that are super stubborn to let it out and definitely are afraid of feeling their feelings a lot of the times because it feels out of control. And an earth sign needs to feel stable and stability. And so, of course, letting go is, feels super scary. And again, emotions are why we live. We are here to have to express and to feel and to grow and to expand. And all the emotions are like all the different paints in a palette of paints when you're painting. They're all useful. They're all important and they don't last. The negative feelings are like a storm. You have to know that I always used to joke when I talk about emotions. Can you imagine being on the planet for the first time, caveman, whatever, and you've had your first experience of like winter and you're thinking, oh my God, is the earth coming to, is it going to die? The earth is dying. Oh my God, it's dying. Here comes the snow. The trees are dying. We're all going to die. But you know that there's a season. You know that we cycle through these seasons. So now, of course, nobody gets nervous when there's winter. We don't think the earth is going to die. And it's the same thing for our emotions. It's like a storm. It comes and then it goes. It's like air, in and then out. So if we can learn how to be comfortable in our discomfort, if we can use tools, I use a lot of nonviolent communication and the anatomy of emotion to look at 
feelings and needs and to uncover things. So you can actually problem solve these things. So you can have compassion for yourself. So you can actually transform and transmute this anxiety energy into what it wants to be instead of trying to hold it back or suppress it or calm it down. I love what you just said about being comfortable, being uncomfortable, because that's why we run, because we don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to feel the feeling. That's why I used to turn to sugar. Like you know, in 2017, I gave up dessert. I gave up sugar in my diet. I gave up using it as a tool to run for my emotions or as a reward, right? I didn't want to feel uncomfortable. So I was suppressing. I was still suppressing even after years of learning not to do that. I had found another tool, right? And so now if I'm craving sugar, I know it's emotional and I got to go journal. I have to go be uncomfortable. I have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Let the words flow on the page. Let a few tears come out, whatever it might be. Feel so much better. And then the craving is gone in most cases. Now, Once in a while, if it's still there, I'll be like, all right, let's go get an orange or something to satisfy this sweet tooth. But in general, the craving is gone. This goes for overeating. It goes for sugar addiction. Most addictions can be healed by dealing with your shit. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm not a big fan of a lot of sort of 12-step programs. I'm not, not, not a fan of you getting help and having recovery. I think they're important to move from one level to the next level. But the reason why, I mean, I I work with a lot of people and the 12-step program becomes a new addiction. So they get rid of the substance, but they replace it with meetings. Like we haven't actually gotten rid of the addictive energy. We haven't gotten rid of the real root cause, the real deep pain that we're trying to numb because we're just using other things. Or when people say, oh, I used to smoke and now I'm overweight because I have an oral fixation. I want to call bullshit on that. I'm like, no, that's not what it is. It's that when you stop smoking, you actually didn't deal with what you were trying to suppress. And so now instead of using a cigarette, you use food. It's the same thing. It's just an addiction changes what you're focused on. And for a lot of us, the biggest addiction we have is control. And so when you have control issues, again, that's where the anxiety comes in because you're trying to control something that wants to be expressed. You know, your body and your subconscious mind make up more of you than your 12% of your damn conscious mind. So listen to your body and take the hint here that it's trying to say, hey, I have something that needs to be worked out. Let's go work it out because I'm not feeling safe. I'm not feeling not safe to express. I'm not feeling solid or peaceful. And I definitely have this emotion that wants to be expressed. Oh my God, JJ, preach on. Like everyone right now, if you're listening, go listen to Spirit, Purpose, and Energy because JJ gets really deep into all these topics. So I want to go into some solutions. So I'm like, all right. And, and, and at your event, you teach these so in depth and we actually have to do the work, not just talk about the work, not just learn the tools, but we actually have to do them in the room together. And so can you tell us what are some tools that people can do at home? Sure. Well, obviously, like you said, if you listen to Spirit, Purpose, and Energy, I go over certain things on the show and have some tools that that people can use. There's a show, it's actually episode 118 on Fit to Love. It's called The Three Steps to Effective Communication. And on fittolove.tv, I rarely use that site anymore, but, uh, but there is a download of a sheet called The Feelings and Needs List. I think it's probably the one, one of the most effective 
pieces of paper I've ever gotten my hands on and then now provide it for anyone that comes to the workshops or listens to the show and wants to do the work. I teach it in companies doing customer service training. I'm going to teach it at sales trainings. So it's it's basic human interaction and understanding of our needs and our feelings. And so we have to have a vocabulary for and an identification and an awareness and consciousness of what's going on for us. So I'll give you the three steps very quickly. The first step is to identify your feelings. And for most of us, we have a very small vocabulary about feelings. We think we're either sad, angry, or happy. Okay. We have actually a hundred different feeling words on this feelings and needs list. And to be more specific, we'll help you understand how to fix it. So step one is identify the feeling. And even for people, I had a client recently who she is very good at, at doing you know, you and I are good doers. There's a lot of good doers. Again, if you're a doer, control issues, probably part of your thing. Uh, so if you're a really good doer, then she's type not good. A people, look out. <laughs> um, Sagittarius type A. Right. Then there's the B, right? Doing and being. We have to balance the doing and the being. And so if you're not comfortable being, because being has you actually feel things that you can't control, this is where we go to step two. So we identify the feeling. And you go within and you kind of look at, you know, wh- where do you feel things in your body and, and what does that feel like for you? People experience different feelings in different parts of their body, but connecting to the part of you, you know, you have a whole blood and bones and everything, nerve endings, like there's this whole massive thing walking around to tell you when you're out of alignment, when you're having an issue, when you're not being who you're supposed to be, when you're holding something back. So we have to identify the feeling and become aware of that. Step two would be to understand the need that's not being met. So here's the newsflash. Listen up. This is important. You're going to remember this. I'm listening. Anytime you have a negative emotion, it's because you have a need that is not being met. And one time you came over to my house and I was complaining about an interaction I have and you go, what need of yours was not being met? And I was like, I want to punch you in the face right now. Right. But- <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Because I, was, I wasn't at the place yet because this interaction had just happened. So I wasn't at the place yet where I was willing to look at it from a place of what am I responsible for in this situation? But when I got to that place, I'm able to look at it differently and heal it. But sometimes that takes time. So tell us about what's the process once you discover the need. So you might need a little time away from the situation, you know, get mad for a minute. That's understandable, whatever it is, get upset, then let it go and go, what's my need so that I can figure out how to heal this. And it would be really good for you to know and understand is also your moon sign because that's how you deal with emotion. So I forget what yours is, but mine is Sag. So how I deal with emotion is to find the truth in it, which is why I quickly, most of the time, go to this exercise. So thank you for saying that because for all of you, it's not the right thing to start analyzing it yet. You have to express it. And especially if you're a water sign, you definitely need to express it. Like a water moon. Cry it out, yell it out, punch something, break something, hopefully not you know, important. Get a, a, a plastic bat and beat the crap out of your pillow, whatever. But yes, definitely expressing and feeling the feeling is important. And you're not even going to do this until you feel the feeling anyway. But here's what happens most of the time, Allie, is most people don't even allow themselves to feel the feeling. They're going straight to numbing it, which is why, again, if you have the wherewithal in the moment to at least 
start this process, you can take the time to realize, oh, I should probably express this. Because if you aren't either trying to at least rein, not the control of the emotion, but of the spiral, the downward spiral that you might go on, um, you know, expressing the feeling, the pure feeling, and then being able to analyze in, in, a, in a practical way. So the need. So wherever you are in the process, you do need to experience the actual physical feelings of the feeling. You need to let it out. But then we have to look at why am I having this feeling? What is the need that's not being met? And again, that word need triggers a lot of people because they think need means needy. It doesn't. I'm not talking about being a victim. I'm not talking about being pathetic. I'm not talking about being whiny. There are 86 basic human needs on this list. You have human needs. We all have a need to contribute. We all have a need to be seen, to be heard, to have appreciation, to have collaboration. There's a whole bunch of words on this list, okay? And every time I've used it, when I'm in a situation where I can't quickly do this on my own, I learn something new. I didn't realize my need for contribution in the way that I had it until something came up to show it to me. So very, very educational about your needs. And the more you can take responsibility for your needs, the happier and better your life is going to be on every level. And you won't struggle, you won't have anxiety, and you'll be able to problem solve quickly. So we discover the need that's not being met that creates the feeling. Now, step three... Listen up. This is also very important. There's only three steps. Okay. okay? <laughs> Everyone, step three is to list or come up with a couple different strategies to get your need met. But here's the caveat. To get your need met without anyone else being different. So you are not, you are not saying, I'm unhappy because you said this to me or you did this. It cannot be about anybody else. Now, that doesn't mean the other person or people didn't create a situation in which you then realized you had a need for safety that you're not getting in this situation. But at no point in time do you turn around to the other people and say, you know what, I'm unhappy and it's your fault. <laughs> that is not, that's not true, first of all, but it isn't going to help you solve your problems. You have a need that they didn't create that's already in you and it's your, it's your job to figure out how to get it met. Now, you can ask people to contribute and to help you, but it's not about one person changing so that you feel better. This is where your wounds, your triggers, your traumas are going to show their ugly head, thank God, so you can weed your garden. You can figure out what that is and then finally heal it so it stops happening. But I just want to make sure people don't use this language to someone else and say, you know what, I have a need for to be heard and you're not hearing me. Like that is not, right? So the, the process is a little deeper. You have to get to the place where they're all I statements. I have a need. I feel this because I have a need for this. And it's really always going to come back to how do I give it to myself first? How do I create safety? How do I feel seen and heard? How do I? Okay. But these, this three-step process is a life changer. It's a relationship changer. And I promise if you work this, all the things and all the interpretations you have about things in life that aren't working out for you, will start to diminish. You'll get your needs met. You'll no longer get triggered. The emotions will feel better and you won't have anxiety anymore. It reminds me of, you know, the theory that I truly 100% believe in is when you make a judgment about someone or something, it's truly just about an unresolved issue within yourself. And if I judge someone and I go, oh, she is so cheap, then what I'm really saying is either I think that I'm too cheap or I think I spend too much and I'm feeling guilty about it. So it's always a reflection of something going on inside me and actually has nothing to do with that person, right? And so it's like recognizing it. Go ahead. 
No, yeah, I, I agree with you. I believe that people are mirrors for you. But here's here's the I, I will I will split this into two things. There are times where you can observe someone doing something you may not agree with, you may not like. If it happens enough, it means you're in that frequency. So in terms of law of attraction, you you can't notice it if you're not in the same frequency. You can't observe it if you're not in the same frequency. But there are times where it's information. As long as you're not triggered and you're in an observer mode, it's just information to go, oh, okay, well, I don't want to do that. But if something someone else is doing triggers you, you have a very strong emotional response to it, the likelihood is that they're just a mirror for you. You know, it's interesting how you said like, okay, if I'm not in the same frequency, I can't recognize it. So imagine this has happened to me a bunch of times. So like this is one time that really stands out. You're all at a meeting or a dinner or something like that. And you walk away and you're like, oh, that was so great. And your friend is like, can you believe this person said this and this and this? And you're like, oh. Well, it didn't bother me at all. But that person is so wound up over something that you had no awareness was a problem because it's something reflecting back something within them that you do not feel or you do not have that issue. And that happened to me recently, actually. I went to this amazing dinner with these filmmakers and like I thought this woman was absolutely awesome. We walk away from the dinner. My friend is like, good Lord, she could not stop bragging. Who does she think she is? Like all of this stuff. I was like, what are you talking about? You just defined relationships right there. I mean, that's, that's everybody. And, you know, it was, I recognized it many years ago in like, finally, like in a, in an experience with my relationship at the time that where we were in the same situation, observing the same thing, not talking, not really even participating, just being observers. And then it was amazing what came out of that. He said to me, can you believe those women were trying to bait you? And I was like, what? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, they were were trying to like coerce you into, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Now, I didn't disagree with him. I didn't say you're wrong. I actually thought, you know, he's probably right. But here's where I was like, wow, like I'm on a different frequency so much so that I didn't even get any whiff of that. Uh, but he was so convinced it was happening that I'm like, okay, it probably was happening. But I was I was in a different frequency. So it wasn't happening to me. And it was the, it was the moment that I'm like, oh my God, yes. Now I like this is a physical experience of, of vibrational dissonance, you know, people in two different frequencies having the same, look at the same thing. And, and it was, it was great, but that's, people don't like remember that they think, oh, I'm observing this. I'm interpreting it in this way. Why isn't everybody else seeing it the same way I am? Well, they're not most likely. It's super fascinating. I love this stuff. All right. Well, let's um, give our listeners your last tips for overcoming anxiety before we get off today. What else you got? So when thinking about anxiety, And thinking about it being energy that needs to be expressed. You know, you can do anything from, I had a listener of my show listen, and he had, I guess, been in therapy for a little while. And and I had done a show uh, with my partner, Doug, on a panic attack he had had in 2015 and on anxiety. And I talked about this in the same exact way. And the guy pulled his car over listening to the show and he decided to let it out. So he started to scream at something and yell and and uh, and make promises and i think he started to cry and then he started to laugh <laughs> and then he wrote to me to tell me that he had a great release and and it sounded like he didn't get the same release in therapy because he said i've been therapy for a while and and i actually had a real release today so thank you so if you have anxiety don't ignore it and don't try to numb it 
actually like invited in. You have an intuition, you have a, a higher consciousness, you have a subconscious. And my guess is you know what it's about. You just don't want to deal with it. You don't want to feel it, but you got to feel it to heal it, people. At least you have to go through it. It doesn't mean you carry it with you, but let me tell you, if you use these three steps, if you look at life a little differently from a different vantage point, whether it be astrology, love language, you will start to not heal the wound, so to speak, of what happened to you. You'll have that memory, but you can absolutely transmute the relationship with that memory when you can see it from a different point of view. And the, one of the most famous quotes from Dr. Wayne Dyer is, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I love that. So you can only control you. So decide it's worth changing the way you look at it. And I love the simplicity of you got to feel it to heal it. And I always say that change happens when the pain happens. So it's like when we are allowing ourselves to feel pain, physical and emotional, we are then allowing ourselves to experience the peace and joy that comes after. So your listener who pulled over and was angry and crying and upset, and then all of a sudden was laughing, like joy can come out of letting go and releasing. And it can happen quickly. It doesn't mean you have to be crying for days. It can happen in a few minutes. And that's what I've really experienced in my life. Like I went to grad school um, at USM and I was learning how to love myself. And the one thing that they always drilled into it was basically like, give it a voice. Do not suppress it. So whether it's anxiety, depression, give it a voice. And like JJ said, like you may know what it's about, but if you don't, giving it a voice, whether it's audibly or writing it down, you will discover what it's about. You will shed some tears. You may reframe the memory right there. You might have to do more work on it. And then you're going to experience peace around it. And the more you do that, the more like higher up the peace ladder is how I see it you get. I love that. And I agree 100%. We're always on the same page, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) Or or damn close. Pretty damn close. Well, JJ, I always enjoy talking to you. Um, Tell everyone about your upcoming events and where they can listen to your podcast and find you online. So you can find all my podcasts at jjflizanes.com, J-J-F-L-I-Z-A-N-E-S.com. And yes, my most popular show is called Spirit, Purpose, and Energy. We talk about law of attraction, astrology, numerology, and of course, I've got health things in there, mental health and physical health. And it's really relationships. It's the whole gamut, but it's coming from the place of being connected to yourself, to source, being in alignment, and being motivated by your intuition and a higher calling, as well as the relationship with understanding that we are eternal beings and that we're just here to have a good time and and how to handle life in the process as we do that. So Spirit, Purpose, and Energy is my most popular show, but there are other shows and some of them do have similar content at times. My next event is, my next local event in Los Angeles is in October. It's October 11th through the 13th. It is a manifestation boot camp. And if, oh, you're, and if you're interested cool. in that, you can go to jjflazanes.com forward slash bootcamp. Uh, there's a limit to the number of people I can have in the room, but it's really using, like, so Ali, how we were talking about, you know, we can understand things, but then we actually have to do them. So it's the same thing of embodying the practices of law of attraction from all different levels, from the creative to the emotional to the practical, and actually taking it through this bootcamp and not just understanding it, but actually doing it. So the Manifestation Bootcamp is October 11th. 11th through the 13th in Los Angeles. Yeah, I would love to see you all there. Awesome. That sounds great. Thank you so much, JJ. Today's been amazing. Thanks, Allie.
All right, Food Heals Nation, I hope you enjoyed that interview with JJ as much as I did and learning new ways to manage anxiety. I know it's something that we all deal with on all different kinds of levels, so I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about our next guest. He has his brand, Sunday Scaries. Their new vegan AF CBD gummy is delicious, as I said in the intro. And they started out as a traditional gummy, and I'm so glad that they listened to the demand and now offer us a vegan version for us vegans who suffer from anxiety and need a little help in that department. So Bo and his team use full spectrum CBD sourced from the United States. There's B12, there's vitamin D3, and their gummies contain no animal products, not even gelatin, which you typically find in things like these. And they have minimal sugar. A lot of gummies are full of sugar, so they have minimal sugar included, which you know I'm all about because of my sugar detox. And I know for me, my schedule being all over the place some days, anxiety can just kick in at random times. And thankfully, these are so easy to use to combat that. You just take one to three gummies, a couple of deep breaths, and within 20 to 30 minutes, you'll already start to feel your worries melt away. Does it get any better than that? If you want to learn more, head to sundayscaries.com. Check them out for yourself. And now here is my interview with the founder of Sunday Scaries and all of his advice to combat anxiety, Bo Schmidt. You are listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. His CBD gummies are taken by socialites, partygoers, college students, and young professionals who want a healthy alternative for anxiety relief. And he's changing the world one gummy at a time. Please welcome Bo to the show. Thank you for having me. Stoked to be on the show. Yeah, we're super glad to have you. This is really exciting. Um, thank you for sending me some CBD gummies to try. I really enjoyed the vegan AF ones. They were delicious. Yeah, we're having um, some pretty awesome feedback with those. Um, the only negative feedback we're getting is that people are just eating them way too fast because they, they taste like Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> so like, I was like, I think I'm supposed to stop at two, maybe three. And then I'd be like five and I'd be like, I need to stop. <laughs> All they can do is feel amazing though. So, so that's good. Yes, yes. So let's talk about anxiety because I know that this is part of the reason why you started this company. And I know that, you know, the statistic is something like 40 million Americans over 18 are affected by anxiety, which is actually 18% of the nation's population, which is a lot of people. And I would actually argue that it's probably higher because I don't think I know anyone in this day and age that doesn't suffer from some form of anxiety. So what do you think the reason is? Like, why is anxiety so prevalent today? Well, one, it's, you know, we went through a lot of discovery with this, you know, launching the brand and the idea of launching a brand actually came about because, like you said, you know, about 18 to 20% of adults suffer from a generalized anxiety disorder. But what that doesn't really include is the notion of like relationship anxiety or social anxiety or money anxiety or for uh, like workplace anxiety. And when you look at kind of the broad spectrum of products that are offered, you know, in your, in your local grocery stores at, at CVS, there isn't really something that just helps you with dealing with the everyday problems that induce that anxiety that you feel on a normal basis. This daily anxiety from all the small fires that kind of pop up in your life, whether it's everything from the start of your day to you read an email that you know you shouldn't have read right in the morning when you wake up that kind of sets you off the rest of the day to traffic on the way to work that's going to make you 10 minutes late and bring up you know more problems down the day. And so we wanted to to create kind of a lifestyle product that would 
provide a natural alternative, help deal with these, these everyday problems that people face. Yeah. And I blame the smartphone because before the smartphone, I had way less anxiety, but it's the fact that people can get in touch with you at all times. So you're constantly having to be in response mode. Someone's Facebook messaging me, someone's texting me, someone's calling me, someone's emailing me. And there's these devices are constantly emitting sound after sound after sound. So I put mine on do not disturb now, but still I get anxiety when I turn the phone over. Like right now, because we're recording, my phone is turned over and it's on do not disturb. But when we're done and I turn it around and I see all the notifications, I go, (gasps) it's like a feeling in my stomach of instant anxiety. And like, it didn't used to be this way. And what it does is it just like, it gives anyone in the world the ability to offload their problems, their needs, their wants onto you when it, it doesn't behoove yourself. You know, you, you're completely accessible and anything from a bad text from someone, a bad post from someone, or you seeing something that induces anxiety, everything's right in front of you, which is a, you know, it kind of runs parallel to, you know, how we approach anxiety too, with trying to make it open up the topic by inducing that kind of dark humor into it, which is, you know, the kind of personification that our our, our brand takes on. I'm all about that. You got to laugh so you don't cry, right? Exactly. You know, <laughs> laughter is the best medicine besides CBD. Yeah. So um, let's talk about CBD and take us back to how you founded the company and what CBD is and why it's so healing. So it started, uh, my buddy Mike, who's the other founder, it started as a hobby because we owned a bar together. In the hospitality world, there's just a million small things that can go wrong. There's you're dealing with a lot of human capital systems, product capital, everything from like cocktail specs to a million different vendors that need a million different things. And, and you're always on the clock because you're open seven days a week, early morning to late at night. And, and we wanted something that would help us deal with kind of mitigating the small little you know things that we would see that would bother us. And you see something that bothers you in the beginning of the day that can kind of fester and, and ruin the rest of your day or ruin your concentration and your focus. And we started reaching out and doing research and CBD was this kind of unknown thing. One of our buddies was was taking it uh, because it helped him concentrate at work. And he analyzed, you know, a lot of really complicated financial documents. And so we tried it. He told us about it and we started buying it in different forms. It was mixed with waters and they were like, I think like $10 a piece for 10 milligrams. Uh, I had powders. So I was measuring out like grams of CBD isolate, which looks like a scene out of the movie Blow. It's, it's, not, it's not really, you know, someone walks in and you're measuring out these little lines of white powder. And I'm like, no, it's for my anxiety. I swear, you know. Oh, my God. It's too funny. Someone walks in and they're like, dude, yeah, <laughs> what so are you the, doing? The price points were off. The uh, dosage was off. And there really wasn't a, a brand that we could connect with. Everything was very, like, medicinal. It was like can of this or meta that or plus this, plus that, or green this, green that. And there wasn't really an approachable brand that we could connect with or an easy way to take it um, that we liked. So we decided to kind of explore this idea a little bit more. And the whole idea of the Flintstones gummies came up where, you know, we didn't want to do a tincture and we didn't want to do a tablet you dropped into water and we didn't want to do a vape, something you smoked because we wanted to bridge that gap between the cannabis world and the mass public. Taking a tincture under your tongue is, is kind of a hard thing to adapt if, if you know, you're taking um, someone who's never been in the cannabis world. So 
looking at kind of the Flintstone gummies model, it's, you know, when you're taking a new vitamin, a gummy is a very approachable, almost trustworthy way to kind of introduce that into your life. We vetted out like 15 manufacturers and we found one that was amazing, that was local, that had all the certificates that we wanted. You know, they provided all the certificates of analysis, all the third-party lab testing to make sure everything was consistent and pesticide-free and GMO-free. And and we kind of moved forward. And Mike came up with the name uh, Sunday Scaries because he it's a common term. Um, I hadn't heard of it at the time. but So Mike is your business partner. Yeah. And if you met us, like he's definitely the... I'm a little off the charts and he's a little more project management. So we, we work really well together. Um, well, that's great. Yeah. Good to have a partner like that. And then does the CBD just like balance you guys out? So you're like even. <laughs> yeah. And we both take like he, he likes to take CBD in the morning and then like right at night. Um, I usually only take my CBD later in the day when I'm trying to relax and I don't want to like, you no, know, I want to give my, my racing mind a break. We went forward to Sunday scaries cause it's, you know, this fun alliterative term with kind of a trigger word in it Sunday. So, you know, when people are sitting around on Sunday and they're feeling anxious about their, their week and it kind of it embodied everything we were looking for. It's, you know, a fun term that's approachable that means, you know, if you work five days a week, you work your ass off, you you go out on Friday, you spend time with friends or family or you spend too much money and you, you, you know, you just go out and live your life. You go work out, you're a little sore. Sunday afternoon, you know, rolls around and you're like, oh, crap, like maybe I spent too much money. I stayed up too late. I did too many activities. Now I'm not really mentally prepared for, for Monday and you kind of feel Sunday scary. So you're in that like three, four o'clock on, on Sunday nervousness where you have a lot to prepare for for Monday and you're kind of regretting maybe some decisions you made over the weekend. I've never felt like that. What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which is usually, you know, uh, the alternative, which also works is, you know, if you have like four glasses of red wine around four o'clock on a Sunday. So, so which is better, which should, which should be my go-to the four glasses of wine on a Sunday afternoon, or maybe some Sunday scary gummies. And I would do, I would do Sunday scaries obviously, but I was asking for a friend. You know, a glass, a glass of wine will never hurt. So uh, it does help with a hangover. And so CBD is, you know, it's a compound in cannabis. And under cannabis, you have hemp and marijuana. And in marijuana, when you smoke marijuana, it's high in THC, very low in CBD. And when you smoke hemp, you basically don't get high. That's why they called it the hippie's disappointment back in the day. And very high in CBD, though, but it doesn't have a lot of THC. So THC is what gets you high and CBD does not get you high, but CBD has the medicinal compounds that, you know, studies have shown to help with inflammation, with nausea, and, uh, and most of all with anxiety. So that was a really important part of Sunday Scaries is, is getting a natural compound that we could use uh, because kind of the alternative to that is Xanax, which we know has, you know, a million terrible side effects. Yeah, no. And highly addictive, so. No, I'm out with the Xanax and um, basically all the pharmaceutical drugs I'm not a fan of. So I love alternatives like this that are actually healthy. And my understanding of CBD is that it actually helps the body heal itself. So it's adaptogenic and it helps whatever needs to happen to make the body function and feel better happen. Yeah, and in the next year, there's been a handful of clinical uh, studies, but in the next year, now that the 2018 Farm Bill passed, you know, there's gonna it's gonna open up a lot more to some heavier research with larger companies that are just gonna, I think, gonna prove amazing things. And I, and I think that 
the reason it's been pushed back right now is because it is a threat to a lot of pharmaceuticals and it's very low cost and it's created from hemp, which can be basically grown everywhere. That's a good thing for where we're moving. Yeah, it's really exciting. And I um, give Charlotte, my beagle, who has cancerous tumors, uh, we give her a CBD tincture. I think that the healing possibilities are endless. And so I'm all on board. And so you created this product and you were suffering from anxiety with your business before. How did your anxiety shift? Like, how did it help when you were launching your new business? Because obviously a new business brings out a whole host of other problems, right? Yeah, well, the I mean, the first big problem was that I and someone we knew kind of built the website, which sucked. And so it would crash all the time. And <laughs> I was going to say your website now is fantastic. Well, it's awesome that you say that. We're actually launching a new one uh, in the next couple of weeks. Michael Keating, who's our new chief marketing officer, who's tapping away behind me like a big nerd, is the one responsible for that. Um, and just to go back with your dog, we uh, have a CBD dog brand that we just launched called FOMO Bones. And and that was inspired by my dog, Ziggy, who passed away a year ago. But when she had cancer, we would give her CBD, which really helped out with with her anxiety, her whimpering, and her arthritis so she could walk around because the tumors were on her back legs. Uh, so that's what inspired the dog product. I love that. Yeah. And it's really good for pain relief. So um, Charlotte, what we did with her is we, and I'm so sorry for your loss, by the way, but what we did for her was um, she had one of her tumors just got out of control. And so she's 14 years old and I had to make this really tough decision to amputate her leg because the tumor was the size was bigger than both my fists put together. It was enormous and it was causing her pain, anxiety, all kinds of things. And so we did you know the risky thing but it extended her life and now she's doing phenomenally because you know even though she's on three legs she's not in pain anymore but we were giving her cbd religiously and it would you know her whimpering would stop and so i think that it was really helping with the pain and agony caused by this huge tumor that she was suffering from and so i'm all on board that's awesome to hear because i mean when we started working on cbd it wasn't in the mainstream media. It, it wasn't as popular as it was today. And that's kind of where CBD with dogs is, where a year and a half ago, there was a lot of human hesitation with using it. No one had heard of it. Everyone thought it got you high, that you had to go to a dispensary to get it. But that's kind of where CBD for dogs is now. And you kind of see that waterfall. Once humans start to adopt CBD into their lives, then they'll see that it's you know safe for their dogs as well. For sure. I love that. And so you've launched this company, you've got CBD for humans, you've got CBD for dogs. What sets your brand apart from other brands? So the first is transparency. The most important thing to us is delivering happiness. You know, the book by Big Tony of Zappos has really been a cornerstone of our company and and customer service and transparency is, is number one. If anyone has a question, if they want to talk to a real person, like we have our customer service number there, you'll be talking to Johnny, we'll make sure everything gets taken care of. Because when you're trying to discover information about CBD, or you order your first CBD product, or USPS loses the first CBD product you've ever ordered, or you love it, or it's not for you, you want someone to talk to. And that's something that we've always focused on. And so that's kind of the first thing that's most important to us is making sure that everyone that orders our products, you know, they will always be able to talk to someone, we'll do everything we can to answer their questions. Even if they need to know like 
a yoga retreat that's near them in Austin, Texas, and we're in San Diego, we'll, we'll look up yoga retreats in Austin, Texas for you. <laughs> we'll just make sure that our whole like company motto is not inducing anxiety. So Right. Like when you call any other 1-800 number and they're like, you're on hold for hours and they're like playing cheesy music and they're like, they have to transfer you 14 times. So thank you. <laughs> Cause that is so much anxiety. Yeah. And like, you know, if, if a package gets lost in the mail, like you're not allowed to contact the U- USPS or any, you know, shipment company, we'll take care of it. You know, it's, it's, there's no anxiety on top of, what you're already trying to deal with in, you know, in your normal life. But as far as our actual products, they're lab tested. Um, we get certificates of analysis for all the ingredients. And a lot of CBD companies get their CBD. They import it uh, from other countries, most notably like Germany and China. Most of you know, the product from China is, is probably the, the riskiest. But you know, we get all of our CBD from Colorado, from farms in Colorado. And then uh, we add vitamins D3 and B12. And we really focus on the supply chain to make sure all of our ingredients are good so that our final product is good. And another thing is we infuse our gummies with CBD versus spray. A lot of people actually, you know, they can buy wholesale kind of white labeled gummies and then they'll actually spray them with CBD so that there's CBD on top. And and that just doesn't have the same uh, effect as gummies being infused. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I would have no idea. We're definitely, you know, a more premium brand. Uh, we, we focus on quality customer service. You can always find cheaper CBD gummies out there, but that's like, that's like any product, you know, you get what you pay for. And when customers ask us questions, what should I be looking for? You know, we're always fully transparent uh, to make sure that they can make the best decision because in the long run, that's, that's what's going to be the best for our brand is, is trust. Whether you want to buy our products or you don't, or you have questions, the most important thing is, is trust. I love that. I mean, I would rather work with a company like yours, especially now that I, you know, we've talked and everything, but like a small company in general, I always want to give my business to, cause I know that they'll have my back and the big companies just don't, they just can't. So plus we're going to send you like funny ass memes and stuff like that. And Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in. And I do love the gummies. They are freaking delicious. You might have made them too delicious for people with a sweet tooth. So we have to like curb ourselves for those of us who do have sweet tooth. Yeah, I'm definitely hooked on the tincture right now because uh, otherwise I'll just, you know, gnaw these down all day. So I, I take the tincture, which is it doesn't have any sugar and it's extra strength. So you know, your body can build up a natural tolerance. That's why I take the droplets of, you know, 60 to 90 milligrams. And what are some other ways that you personally combat anxiety besides the CBD tinctures and gummies? The most important thing that I've started doing is I have a five minute journal in the morning and at night. It was something recommended by um, a blog that I read by Tim Ferriss. And the number one rule in the morning is to take five minutes and, and meditate or close your eyes and, you know, and kind of clear your head to do some kind of exercise. And then you, you fill out the five minute journal is part of it as well. Um, and the number one rule is you don't open Instagram, you don't open Facebook and you don't open email. That is a good rule. <laughs> That's the big thing. Uh, the other, the fifth one on there is making your bed in the morning, but my girlfriend sleeps in cause she, she works late. So if I try, I can't really do that. <laughs> Before to five ain't bad. The other things, you know, we work a huge part of our customer base is like yogis and stay at home moms and actually moms in general, because 
that, that are doing kind of alternative practices as far as like meditation and extra and natural exercise, not like gym or, or powerlifting. And that's a lot of the recent feedback that we've gotten back. So, you know, we've started working with companies like Well and Good and, and Mind Body Green because those are the, the audiences that really resonate with, you know, kind of a healthy alternative to anxiety and being able to, to calm yourself down in, in, a, in a healthier way. Yeah, I love that. And I, I love the journaling and the writing it down. That's a huge part of my practice, usually morning and night, if I'm in town and focused. And so one thing that I realized, definitely for anxiety, and you can do this any time of day, but is if I'm in gratitude, so if I write down three things I'm grateful for, anxiety can't exist in the space of gratitude. It just vanishes. And it's very, very powerful. And it's a good way to take a stop in your day. It could be morning, noon, or night, and you're feeling anxiety, or you just turned over the phone like I was talking about earlier, and you're like, oh my God, I have so much to respond to. I'm overwhelmed. Now I can't breathe. I I don't know what to do. Then take a moment, walk away from everything, and start journaling. You can write down any anything you want, what you're mad about, what you're happy about, it doesn't matter, but then get to the gratitude. I am grateful for X. I always say my dogs to start off. If I can't, sometimes you can't think of anything and you're just like, okay. It's awesome. You said that that's exactly the, those are the first three things in the, in the five minute journal that I do every morning. Oh my God. I love it. See, it's like, it's universal. These concepts. Three things of gratitude. Yeah. Three things of gratitude, three ways that would make the day great and two affirmations. And then you wrap up the day with, um, three things that happened that were amazing that day and, and three ways you could have improved the day so that you kind of set yourself up for success the next day. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Appreciate your wins for that day. Cause like we're all having the to-do list and perhaps you didn't get it all done. You didn't cross off everything, but for everyone you crossed off, that's a pat on the back. Good job. Like acknowledge that, appreciate what you did. And then yeah, step forward into the next day. I love that. So one thing I know that we, we had talked about was you know what's kind of going on in the on the the larger organizations regarding CBD? You know, there's some pretty cool, I guess, statements from like the World Health Organization that published a report last year that says naturally occurring CBD is safe and well tolerated in humans um, and animals, and is uh, not associated with any negative public health effects. Um, they also released a statement that they've found no adverse health outcomes, but rather several medical applications. And so that's huge from the World Health Organization. And then the really cool thing this year for the first time ever is that WADA, the World Anti-Doping Agency that regulates what Olympic athletes can and can't ingest is they descheduled CBD. So now Olympic athletes can use CBD for for anxiety relief, nausea, and um, recovery, which is anti-inflammatories. Food Heals Nation, you're listening right now. All we need to do is eat an anti-inflammatory diet and take supplements that help with anti-inflammatory because inflammation is the number one sign that disease is starting in your body. And so if you're taking something like CBD that's anti-inflammatory, it's great for athletes, it's great for exercising, it's great for anyone, no matter what size you are, what weight you are, where you are in your life, anti-inflammatory is the way to go. So that's a really, really important point. Thank you, Bo. Which is cool because we're we're really uh, trying to work with some uh, Olympic athletes right now and and start those types of partnerships, which is really unique to the space. But, you know, when those types of role models are out there and and they support it, it kind of opens up the conversation to other people that might be skeptical about taking it. Absolutely. And um, 
on your website, you have your FAQs. And I think there are really good questions on here. And one of them is, and we talked about medication earlier, but I do want to point out this point because I think it's a good one to mention. Can I take Sunday scaries instead of my anti-anxiety medication? <laughs> uh, the answer is we are not doctors. We don't pretend to be. Um, we do as much research as we can, but all of the medicinal and physician-related questions always go to your doctor. We don't make you know medical claims. We would never try to replace the doctor, and that's you know that's how we always stand. So. Yeah, same here. Same with food heals. It's like, we're not doctors. Check with your doctor before you do anything we're talking about. But these are things that are really, really helping people and helping people's bodies heal, helping people feel better. And so it's definitely worth a try, but do everything under your doctor's supervision. Can we overdose on the gummies, Bo? You can't. Nice. Um, I don't have the quote in front of me, but the National Institute on Drug Abuse uh, which is a, a branch of the National Institute of Health, which is a you know federal, it's a dot gov. It uh, it came out and you can't overdose on CBD. You know if you take a lot of CBD, like thousands of milligrams, then you'll go into a, a state of psychosis in the, in the same way that you would if you ate a whole tub of ice cream. You would sit on the couch and you'd have you know you'd be kind of in this sugar high, right? It's a, it's a really good thing, and that's. It's especially important with dogs because, you know, our dog bones, we have a little scale on the, on the back of the FOMA bones package. You know, some dogs weigh like five pounds and some weigh 100 pounds and how, how much CBD to give. And, and there's not a concern there of, of a dog overdosing on CBD because it's obviously hard to dose a smaller pet because you don't understand them like you understand yourself. Right. Yes. Very important. And will CBD show up on a drug test? It can. There are numerous drug tests out there, and we always recommend if you're in the military or government job or something where they, you know, will have stricter drug tests not to take any CBD product. It is under the cannabis family, under hemp, and it would be impossible for us or anyone else to say that that it won't show up because if they're testing for cannabinoids, and CBD is a cannabinoid, just like THC is. And THC is typically what uh, those tests are looking for. Sometimes the tests can't differentiate between the two. Good to know, because I don't have to take a drug test for anything, but like I know a lot of people with certain jobs do. So keep that in mind. What are the ingredients in the vegan AF Sunday scaries? Because that is what I loved. And that is what I want <laughs> in my regimen. Yeah, so we uh, we do have to use some artificial flavoring for those because we need stuff that doesn't have animal byproducts in it. So some of the ingredients are organic sugar and we use a a blend of broad spectrum nano CBD, citric acid, natural and artificial flavors and uh, natural and artificial colors with um, CBD isolate is, is our blend. And that's in addition to the vitamins. Yeah, I love that you add the vitamins because those are things that I take anyways. And again, it's like you can't overdose on B12, so <laughs> why not take more? Yeah, and we, uh, you know, we, we do our best to test everything. You know, we have we have third party labs that do all of that for us. They give us reports and shirts. It's safe. So where can everyone find you online, stalk you on Instagram, get access to those memes, all that good stuff? Sundayscaries.com and our Instagram is at SundayScariesCBD. Uh, the, the dog brand is FOMO Bones, F-O-M-O, Fear of Missing Out Bones. That Instagram is really fun to look at <laughs> because it's, 
people like dress their dogs up in put them in the dog in the FOMO bone boxes. And it's, 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 it's pretty entertaining to look at. So. Oh my God, I'm on it right now. I love it. Okay, clicking follow. This is awesome. <laughs> so cute. Look at these guys. So, well, thank you very much. Um, we, you know, from our whole team here, we really appreciate you, uh, you know, taking the time and, and allowing us to, you know, toot our own horn and, and promote ourselves. <laughs> but but uh, it's, it's been amazing talking to you. Oh, you too. It's been so great. Thank you for all the education on CBD and how to reduce our anxiety, whether it is from cell phones, stress of life or something deeper. I appreciate having you today. So go to sundayscaries.com, follow them on Instagram, sundayscariescbd and FOMO Bones. Bo, I will talk to you soon. Have an amazing weekend. You too. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. 